I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And good Saturday morning to you. And hey, by the way, did you take my advice and get your Star Rodeo ticket last week? Well, at least one person did not, and they are regretting it big time. But two others did, and if they pass the polygraph testing, they're going to cash in big time. <clears throat> Excuse me, we'll have more on that. By the way, look at my radio photo, and it'll kind of explain what I'm talking about. Go to DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com and check out our weekly radio photo. Got a lot to talk about this morning, and it is a nice-looking morning out there weather-wise. Got some little pop-up showers. I see one over by Vermilion Bay and some very small, spotty showers across the coast. But for the most part, those winds are predicted to be light. 5 to 10 out of the northeast, and then maybe becoming a little bit more variable later. Smooth conditions on the inside and not a bad tide range, too. So you got to get out there and get them. It's time to do it. And, by the way, if you want to be a gator hunter and you are an Alabama resident, you can register beginning Tuesday. I'll have some details for that. And, and try to answer this question, which I don't think will ever be answered. Which state really holds the world record for an American alligator? It's a little bit of a controversy surrounding it. And after I tell you the story, well, you can be the judge. Free fishing days are ahead, and a virtual kids' rodeo on tap to go along with it. We'll tell you where and when about that. Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents have made yet another theft of crabs and crawfish case. That is our bad boys of the outdoor story for this morning. And we got some live fishing reports, including I'll recap my trip with Captain Kirk. We'll hear from him out at Hackberry Rod and Gun about the trip we made to Big Lake. Also, some reports <clears throat> coming to you from Campos Marina, Captain Darrell from Grand Isle, Captain Mike Gallo from southeastern part of the state, Brandon Bayard's got some tips for you paddlers, and we got Captain Ryan, our plastic man, talking about fishing both sides of the Mississippi River. We also invite your text messages, 870-870, but i got to tell you, this is the last show for that text number. We have a new one that will be starting next Saturday morning. And put it into your phone. Text messages into the studio, a very important part of the show, and we're getting some right now. So for today, we do 870-870. Next week, we do 504-260-1870. And I'll repeat that several times so you can get it down, but it's 504-260-1870, which is also the call-in line. You can either call in or use your text. All right, we got a good coastal marine forecast, as I was talking about. Radar looking pretty clean all across the Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Gulf Coast. A few little showers moving around. Really about a 20% chance of rain today. Offshore, winds are going to be a little bit variable out of the north and then some out of the southeast, but light, 5 to 10, about 1 to 2 foot seas. That's great for you tuna, red snapper fishermen. Tomorrow, uh, northeast winds 5 to 10 again, 1 to 2 foot seas. On the interior lakes and bays today, northeast winds switching all the way around to westerly, 5 to 10. 
And then tomorrow, back out of the northeast at 5 to 10. Some smooth conditions. Average tide's about 0.7. It's not the best, but it's certainly not the worst. Also, I want to remind you, new licenses go on sale June 1st. And if you're a hunter and you hunt waterfowl or migratory birds, you All right, each Saturday morning we start off with a lively fishing report from Robbie Campo down at Shell Beach at Campos Marina, updating us on the fishing conditions, the weather conditions, and most importantly, the bait conditions. Robbie, what's going on this morning? Yeah, right there. Uh, Yeah, Don, I'll tell you, um, you know, we started (laughs) off with the weatherman kind of messed us over in the early part of the week, but uh, I tell you, the guys that came out, man, they did really, really good. Um, you know, and I tell you, it was just a phenomenal week of fishing down here. Uh, you know, from Lake Bourne right here to Long Rocks, the BLY, to, you know, to the islands out there, it was just a phenomenal week. I mean, they had many, many, many good limits of fish come through this place this week. Um, you know, for the guys that, that did get out, a lot of the beginning of the week, we did get a couple of squalls, but. You know, uh, they said it was going to be, you know, 80, 90 percent chance of rain on a week. And that, that kind of deterred the people, I guess, from going fishing because they watched the weatherman instead of just getting up and going. You got to get up and go, you know, just to, what you got to do. I think today's going to be a great day. Um, we've got a lot of people snapper fishing. They're doing excellent with the snapper. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, there ain't no reason for you to stay home. Get up, get out, get your head out the bed and come on. I mean, we... You know, we're ready for you to make a left at that bridge and come on down and see us. No reason to stay home today. Uh, as far as our bait situation goes. Robbie, we, uh, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Okay, bait situation. That's what I was going to ask because I know you got a lot of people <laughs> coming, coming down. coming down right now, if you're coming down now, stop somewhere and get some bait at either Coochie or either Bait Incorporated. I've been out there since 3.30 this morning, Don, serving bait here. Um, it's been really, really, really busy. Uh, we got, we got. I had 30 people in line at 3:30 this morning. So, if you're coming down here and you're going to be fishing at 6:30, 7 o'clock hour, stop at Paris Road, get bait. I'll keep you updated, Dom. You know uh, on what's going on down here. But yes, if you're coming down here, make that stop. Paris Road. They need your business too. Um, and I don't want nobody to be without bait, and there's no reason for you to be without bait because there's an outlet for you to get it. So, yes, make that stop and get you some bait because, you know, I mean, it's just selling it as fast as we get it, Don. It's just, uh, you know, it's not that we're not catching it. It's just some, the amount of people fishing yesterday and today, you know. So, with that said, I will keep you updated. I'll keep testing, texting you and telling you what's going on. So, uh, you know, we don't want anybody to be without it. So, um, yep, make the left at the bridge. Come on down and see us. Even if you stop up there and get your bait, um, you know, we want your business. We want, we're going to treat you like family. We're going to get you in the water. We're going to get you, we'll get you off the trail before these other guys get out of line. So come on down and see us. Robbie, you mentioned some people are fishing snapper, and, you know, you got to have some pretty calm conditions for the small boats to get out there and get them, but it's certainly possible. Uh, where can you tell us that they're headed? Are they going to the islands and then going to those shallow rig- those shallow water rigs and catching them, or are they going more towards central? Um, I-, I tell you, Don, no, they're going on the outside of the islands. Uh, they're fishing around where old 116 was. Uh, you know, they're they, they going they, oh, they're on the outside of the islands, I guarantee you that. 
Um, and and I tell you, the snapper that I saw come in, gee whiz, man, I'm telling you some <laughs> beautiful, boy, beautiful, beautiful fish. I, I couldn't get over the size of these fish. It's just incredible. But they're, they're all on the outside of the island, so um, keep that in mind. And, look, and they're going, they going out there, they get their tube reds, and they, you know, they're fishing mangroves, um, you know, so – yeah, I mean, there's no reason for you, and I think today's going to be the day to do it. I think you got a you got a, a good day to do it. There's a lot of people I talked to yesterday, you know, that's got these contenders and so forth, the bigger boats. Uh, that that's where that's what they're doing today. Everybody was getting gas and getting geared up and buying cutting pogies and going to the crab docks and getting cut, you know, getting box flats of pogies to cut them and get everything ready to go do that today. So. And, and from what I heard from everybody yesterday, it was just going to be a today's the day to do it. So that's, you know, they're going to be a bunch of people out there. You can believe that. Well, it's a good time to remind people, too, if they are going to be going past state waters, you know, fishing in offshore federal waters, don't bring any redfish in the box that you caught on the inside out there with you. You will be ticketed for possession of redfish in federal waters where there's a moratorium on them. So you got to do it the other way. Go get your two snappers. If you're in federal waters, state waters is not a problem. But if you're coming back in uh, with redfish or going out with redfish in the boat, you, you could have a problem. Uh, Robbie, i got a yeah, couple I, questions for you from listeners. Uh, somebody wants to know about the seafood day in Delacroix, the, the market date. Did you find anything out? I did not, um, and, and uh, I tell you what, I'm going to call. I'll make that phone call this morning, and uh, they were postponing this damn thing. <laughs> it's been, you know, yeah, with the COVID-19 no. stuff. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, it, it's not, you know, look, man, it, this is some crazy times right now, and uh, I, I don't know, but I, I'll have an answer for you. I promise you I'll get you an answer, and if, um, if I find out anything, I'll post it on Facebook and whatever, you know, when this thing is going to take place. Uh, I just hadn't heard a date, you know, a set date right now. But um, Yeah, I'm uh, sure they're working you know, on like it. Like I said, yeah, yeah they, they're, they're, look, they, they want you to come buy, you know, seafood off the boat. They, I mean, they do. But, you know, at the same time, Paris has to take precautions with, you know, with coronavirus and so forth and so on. And, and you know, but, Don, this is, this is a big old mess, and you know it and I know it. <laughs> It is what it is, you know, and everybody's got to do stuff to be safe. So, but uh, yeah, I will get you a date on that, and uh, if I, if they have one yet, if they set it up, I'll have it. And I'll I'll get it to you. I'll text it to you. Whatever I find out. All right. Last question comes in. Somebody wanted me to ask you uh, if your bride is still hunting hogs. Does she still have that passion for killing hogs? He said he loves to hear about that. Is she still working them over, or she let up on them? Well, no. Well, she does, uh, Don. Yes, and uh, and and the answer is yes. Yes, she's she's a she's a killing machine. That thing there, boy. <laughs> that girl, that girl rather hunt hogs than eat. I'm telling you, she just yeah. boy, she's got it. You hear what I'm telling you? Man. She loves it. I'm telling you, I, I just I cannot sit in those bugs and and just do what she does. That <laughs> she's amazing, uh, but she just oh my god, that girl is something else. Brought well, up doing that, Don. Lived her whole life doing it, and she's gonna. Uh, I guess she'll die doing it, but yeah, she loves killing them. Yep. She's well, there's plenty of opportunity, and uh, the more the, the more she kills, the better people like it because uh, they are certainly a right. problem. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. Rob, keep me updated on the bait situation, and if you find anything out on the seafood market date, uh, text me back, and I'll pass it along. We'll do. We'll do, Don. Talk to you next week. 
All right. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. Robbie Campo, Campos Marina at Shell Beach. All right, I got a, 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 the, the perennial text. Yeah, we ought to just put it up there permanently. Any action or reports from the causeway? The only reports I got from the causeway bridge is traffic reports. I have not heard anybody tell me and really seen very few boats fishing out there, but that could turn on any day because the spillways closed and the salinities rise. There may be some trout showing up. All right, we come back after this. Uh, ooh, got a lot of stuff to talk about. The Star Rodeo had a big, big kickoff last weekend, made a couple people happy and one very disappointed. Those stories plus more on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, the Star Tournament opened up last weekend, and uh, two potential winners showed up. It was a great kickoff. Uh, the first tag, Redfish, was caught on the opening weekend, and so was the second. Uh, James Loop bought a ticket, kind of bought it late, but went out and uh, fished Lafitte and came back with a tag, Redfish, one of those hundred that were tagged. And his picture is on my website if you want to take a look at he, his wife, and his winning fish. That's at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. It's what we call our radio photo. Uh, of course, he's got to pass uh, the polygraph examination, and if he passes it with flying colors or just a few colors, he get a brand-new Chevy Silverado from Super Chevy dealers of Acadiana, Baton Rouge, and New Orleans. Uh, on Monday evening, uh, another first-timer got lucky, Lloyd Pickering of Baton Rouge. Uh, he was kind of getting out of a midday rainstorm at Port Fouchon, and a cat who works there, he, he talked to her about the star tournament and looked at the brochure, and he says, ah, what the heck, so he filled it out. Sent it in, and then just a few hours later, he picked up one of those redfish with a tag in it. Uh, came back to the marina, showed it to Cat, and it was verified at the CCA office Tuesday morning. So two potential winners, unofficial, but looks pretty good for them. Uh, then there was a third tagged redfish caught, and this one was from a bank fisherman off the bank near Leeville. But sad to say, as it happens just about every year that I've covered this rodeo for 26 years, Somebody catches a tagged redfish worth a truck, an RV, or a boat, and fails to have registered. So sad news for that one. Uh, still over $500,000 in prizes. It goes on all the way through Labor Day, which is September 7th. Uh, it's all over the Louisiana coast. There's 25 different divisions, lots of ways to win, not just the redfish. And registration's $35. If you are a CCA member, if not, you can get your membership for $35 and for a total of $70. You'll be a member of CCA, plus you'll be entered into the uh, summer-long star tournament. So it's a great start for it. All right, a lot of you have been asking about free fishing days, fishing without licenses. Somebody started a rumor that during this lockdown and the, the, the COVID uh, situation with quarantining, that fishing was still okay and that the state had loosened up regulations that you don't have to buy a license. <laughs> That's not true. But there are free fishing days in most of the states in this country. Uh, we have National Fishing Week coming up this month, and there's a free fishing days in Louisiana, two of them actually, the 13th and the 14th. Uh, there's also a youth fishing rodeo, a virtual fishing rodeo to go along with that, that's uh, sponsored by the Southeast Louisiana National Wildlife Refuges and Complex. And the details, if you go uh, to Virtual Fishing Rodeo 2020, uh, you can find some more information on that. It's going to be the 13th and 14th. Got all kinds of prizes they'll be giving the kids 15 years of age and younger. Uh, those of you in Alabama, uh, they only have one day of free fishing. That'll be June 13th. That's the Saturday uh, at Saltwater and Freshwater, both. It's all part of the National Fishing and Boating Week, which begins June 6th, next week through the 14th. And uh, non-residents and residents can also do it. Mississippi's also got a couple of days. Theirs are a little earlier. Theirs are June 6th and 
seven. Those are your free fishing days. All right, uh, the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is going to have a, uh, a commission meeting coming up Thursday at 9.30 at their headquarters on Quail Drive in Baton Rouge. Uh, there will be a report on the commercial menhaden industry, also known as pokies. And there's been a lot of controversy about uh, bycatch and the effects and the impacts it has on other species and recreational fishing. And there will be a report delivered to the commission. And they're asking uh, members of CCA or anyone who's interested in this issue to attend that meeting and express their concerns to the commission. Again, that's at the Quail Drive headquarters of Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries in the meeting room. That'll be at 9.30 on Thursday morning. All right, let me get to some of our text messages. Uh, here's a causeway report. I'm crossing the causeway, water's like glass, and I don't see a boat in sight. Well, it's a little dark, but uh, I guess if there were anybody fishing at night, you'd see them. Perhaps somebody will get out there, find them, and give us the information, and we'll have some reports for you. All right, here's uh, Tom- and the Tomato Lady. She's on her way to Covington. First big fun outing since the COVID crabbing in Pointe Shen. Caught a couple dozen, a couple inches of rain. Um, Greg and she had a great Memorial Day. All right, that's from the Tomato Lady. We should call her that because she sells uh, some beautiful Creole tomatoes at the Covington Farmer's Market, which is going to be going on today. All right, uh, let's see. Good morning. I'm driving the big rig to Parker, Florida. Wish your show was on every morning. That's from the River Rat. You know what? I don't. I <laughs> wouldn't want to do this every morning. I never have time to get out and fish and hunt. All right, the backstrap stacker is checking in from Joseph. Where is Josephine, Alabama? Not familiar with that. I'm headed to Alabama a little later on today, but Josephine, haven't really seen that one. Anyway, he says it's time to stack some snapper in the boat, and it's a great-looking day over there. Yes, I tell you, this is... Maybe one of the better-looking forecasts we've had all year. All right, if you want to send us a text, it's 870-870. That's for now. It will be changing next week to 504-260-1870. Justin is using our text line. He's in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge in the city of New Orleans. He's got good news. The possum and the coons are being quiet, and the ibis are filling the skies. You just created a beautiful image for me. Justin, thanks for your text. Thanks to all of you. We come back after this. More what you and I love to talk about, fishing, hunting, all outdoors. Coming at you right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, I'm hearing from uh, Captain Martha Spencer, uh, Bayou Wild TV co-host and uh, sometimes radio co-host when she's not fishing. But i got to tell you, Southern Catch has been doing some trips this, I think they're breaking records this year on getting out in the Gulf, and she's headed out there this morning. Our cameraman, Chris LeCock, who filmed with me earlier this week, and will tell you about that trip we made out to Big Lake with Hackberry Rod and Gun. They're headed offshore, do some fishing and, and uh, filming, and she says she got one-foot seas for a change, and for some reason the sun keeps waking up earlier and earlier. I know what you mean. Good luck to y'all. Hope y'all come back with some great fish and some real good footage that will be seen on an upcoming Edition of Bayou Wild TV. All right, here's one. Why is a text messenger being changed? Just curious. I, I really don't know, but I think it's because it just simplifies it all into one number to remember. Uh, it's 504-260-1870. But for, for today, keep texting at 870-870. All right, I got some answers on my question about where is Josephine, Alabama, uh, one says it's in South Baldwin County. Barber's Marine is located there. It's just north of Orange Beach. I don't know how I've missed it. Another one says Josephine is where Pirate's Cove is located. Okay, well, I'm headed that way today. Maybe I'll take a ride down there and check out uh, Josephine. 
All right. Um, well, let's see. What else we got? We got a lot of things to talk about. I think I mentioned this last week, and, you know, <laughs> as sure as you talk about it, things go the other way. We're talking about speckled trout being overfished and um, possibly, probably, most probably, reducing bag limits or increasing minimum size limits. But then all of a sudden it goes crazy, and the speckled trout showing up everywhere. But you know what's really missing are those big fish. So I'm still not getting reports. Uh, yeah, there's some. Every now and then there's a, there's a six, seven-pounder that's reported, but not with the consistency that they were in the, the mid-'90s and up in the early 2000s. So we'll see what happens there. Then the next fish that we're hearing about is flounder. Uh, at the last uh, commission meeting, they, they talked about putting together some management op- options, and uh, I'm not sure when those will come out. I don't think it will be at this week's meeting, probably a little bit later down the road, but they said, uh, as opposed to speckled trout, the decline of flounder uh, does not mean it's overfished. It's not an overfishing. They believe it's more of a environmental or biological cause, and they're doing some research on it. Uh, in case you're wondering, the recreational bag limit is 10 per person per day, and there is no size limit, and it's allowed year-round in Louisiana water. So there may be some seasonal changes maybe during the spawning season. Anyway, we'll be passing that along to you as soon as we get the information. Right now, we're going to pause for a station identification break. When we come back, I'll get back to your text messages. We pause 10 seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, uh, let's see. we got some more. Uh, here's one. Any reports for the Lafitte area? We hear about Grand Isle, Venice, Shell Beach, and other places, but nothing about Lafitte. Well, you know, we can't. We don't have the time to get someone to report on each area. So what we've got is we've got Daryl Carpenter reporting on the western edge, uh, you know, that coming from the Grand Isle there. And then we've got Ryan Lambert reporting on the eastern edge from, you know, Port Sulphur, Buras, those areas. So Lafitte's kind of in limbo there in the middle. But uh, to be honest with you, most people uh, who fish Lafitte, a lot of them stay right around Lafitte. But a lot of people run either east or west to, to get to the fish there. So, uh, you know, if somebody wants to send us some reports on, on our text message, we certainly welcome that too. All right, here we go. Um, my gray silver backpack with everything in it flew out of my trailer boat on my way to Chalmette from Kenner. I appreciate any help. We'll reward with trout fillets. Now, there's an offer. You know, last week it was a kayak, a blue and white kayak that uh, came off of a, a vehicle. In fact, I, I heard from the owner uh, while we were on the air, somebody scooped up his kayak before he could get off the bridge. It was on the Luling Bridge going across the Mississippi River, and by the time he got down, got back, and went over, somebody had scooped it. I mentioned to him if he didn't find it by uh, this weekend to let me know, and I haven't heard from him. So maybe uh, through the wonders of social media, the person that picked up his kayak returned it to him. If not, uh, if you will contact me if you found or you have that kayak that was blown off of, a, uh, I believe it was a vehicle, a car. I think he said something about he had a new carry and the strap wasn't, good or something uh i will put them in touch with you now we're looking for a silver a gray silver backpack with everything in all capital letters in it oh that could be serious out of the trailer boat on the way to chalmette from kenner so it could be anywhere along i-10 from kenner to 510 or maybe even down paris road if be on the lookout for a gray silver backpack 
Uh, let me know if you find it, and I'll give you the number for the person that has lost it. Yeah, we're becoming a lost and found. We do a lot of stuff on this show. I have found dogs, hooked people up together, long-lost relatives. It's amazing what we do with this show. All right, we got, uh, let's see. Uh, wow, that's a long one. I'm going to have to save that because when we come back after this, I want to talk about this fishing trip I had this week. You know, you've been hearing me talk about it with old Captain Kirk about going down to Big Lake and fishing with him and the guys at Hackberry. Well, we made a trip this week, mission accomplished. You're going to see some of the highlights of it coming up on an episode of Bayou Wild TV, but we'll tell you all about it. You might put some of this information to good use and get some fish yourself. Back with his report after this time out on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This past Wednesday morning, I woke up to uh, a pretty good nasty thunderstorm uh, over in the Hackberry area. I was at Hackberry Rod and Gun with our cameraman, Chris LeCock, waiting to get out and uh, do some fishing in that area. And uh, didn't know for sure whether we were going to get out, but the storm came, cleared, gave us a nice little window to get out there. Left us with a little bit of dirty water conditions, a little bit of a bumpy ride across the lake with Captain Kirk Stancil, but ended up picking a total of 12 speckled trout, four nice flounders, and two redfish, and some good video and photographs, which you will see on an upcoming edition of Bayou Wild TV. Captain Kirk joins us now, and Kirk, thank you so much for the trip. I uh, wasn't sure how it was going to yeah. turn out, but boy, I tell you, I was very happy, considering we only had a couple hours to fish after that delay at a rain start, and even though we were left with some pretty, you know, not the ideal conditions, the fish cooperated very well. Yeah, they did cooperate. You know, you're right, we didn't the storms came in, and it, it was rough going across that lake that morning. I tell you, and then, uh, but we got into marsh where there was some little, little bit of clear water, and uh, we managed to pull in a few fish before we came in. I think we quit about ten thirty, you know, and then did some interviews and left out about eleven. So, you know, it wasn't bad for a quick little trip. No, great little trip. And, uh, how's yeah, the fishing yeah, yeah. been since hey, we you know, left? Hey, Don, you know, uh, it's been. Good to fair, or should I say fair to good. A uh, couple of boats every day, you know, we have, they'll come in with limits. and But overall, it's, you know, 20 to 30 fish, you know, some will have 40. You know, it's good fishing, but not, not great. Now, they're there for a while, you know, during the spring, we had all that nice weather. I mean, just about every boat was coming in with limits. But, uh, you know, it's, it's all the weather. You know, we were getting wind and they had all these storms all week. So that, that messes things up. You know, Kirk, you uh, you brought a, a very important piece of equipment along the boat for fishing this time of the year, and that was those binoculars. Explain why you should bring <laughs> yes, binoculars right. if you're fishing this time of the year. Oh, so you can see if your buddies are catching them across the lake and you can go over the pot <laughs> <lake>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that too. That too. <laughs> <laughs> no, for the birds. <laughs> so you can see the birds working. And, uh, you know, we... we that morning, hit a couple of groups of uh, birds working, and uh, you know, binoculars are an essential piece of equipment in my line of work for sure. Absolutely. You know, uh, I was surprised with the flounders. Uh, yeah, but you told me that earlier in the year that y'all have had a little bit of a shot in the arm for the flounder population. Over there. Yeah, we, we had a great spring run for flounder, really good spring run. And then, uh, you know, we're on the tail end of it. You know, of course, we were in the marsh. You know, that's what happens. These flounder come back in from the spawn and go back into the marshes, you know, and spend the summer there. And, you know, in the spring, you get that run at the mouth, all these passes and some of the bayous and stuff. And, uh, most of them have moved on back into the marshes now, and we caught those uh, full flounder, which they were pretty darn nice flounder. And, 
you know, we caught, caught, picked those up. They were bycatch, by the way. You know, we were catching some trout mainly. And, uh, except for that first one you caught on the second cast. Well, you called him. You said, you're liable to get a flounder right where you just threw, and boom, lo and behold, there it was. You know, calling <laughs> well, you. Nostradamus, maybe. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you get lucky every now and then. <laughs> uh, well, if you keep throwing yeah. them out enough, you know, you'll, you'll hit one every now and then. Now, look, I don't want you to – Chris does not want you to give away that secret weapon that he's using for video. I don't know if you saw that picture that he snagged. That was an awesome uh, picture, that red fish. Wasn't that awesome? Yeah, yeah that was that one that you had. Was. If you look real close, you can see your line uh, in his mouth. But uh, that was, and uh, people are trying to guess how he got it, and nobody's got it right yet. So I think he wants okay, to Okay, I won't say anything. And, and it's cool how, you know, we're in the background. You see the yeah, fish, and then exactly. we're, you know, we're, the boat and us are in the background. That's pretty cool what he did. Yeah, well, Chris is a very cool, creative kind of guy. Well, uh, for today, given the conditions, uh, are you headed out? Are you guys headed out? And what's the plan? Oh yeah, man, we got a, we got a boat, a, a bunch of boats. We got fifteen boats, matter of fact, heading out this morning. We, we're looking at a oh a ten to fifteen mile an hour northeast wind this morning. Little foot came through. That's gonna, you know. That's going to dictate where everybody fishes. Uh, pretty much have to get in a lee somewhere, you know, calm shorelines. And uh, I'm sure some will head down to the jetties. Some fish were being caught up and down the ship channel right here, right out in front of the camp. Uh, remember, I pointed you those rocks as we were going. And yeah. our guys caught a lot of redfish on those rocks yesterday. Some of them had some four- and five-pound trout along there. And uh, so I'm sure anywhere you can get out of the winds where they're, they're going to be fishing today. Uh, there's a lot of rocks lining that, that, that uh, waterway to fish. How do you fish? Do you fish it with a cork? And if you do, how deep? Do you use a sliding cork? Or do you kind of throw it to the bottom? Most of the time, I, I use a cork, you know, just to stay out of the rocks. But if you have some really good fishermen, you can go along there and tight line with jigs. Of course, you know, make sure you bring plenty because you're going to lose some. Uh, but if I'm fishing redfish I'll, and I'm throwing artificial, I'll go to gulp on probably a 3 or quarter-ounce jig head. And uh, a lot of times, you know, the redfish will be tight to the rocks and the trout will be out away from the rocks. Uh, so, you know, you kind of got to – most time people just want to go along and cast it after rocks, but you need to test that water out, you know, cast it away from the rocks. And a lot of times you'll find the trout out there. Very good. Good stuff. Captain Kirk, thanks so much for a great trip and helping us get some video for a show. Uh, if somebody wants to check out that dock scene that you got going on with the fish cleaning table, how do they find that to see yeah. what's been Okay, brought? they can go to our website. Go to our website, and it's hackberryrodandgun.com. you got to spell out the word and, not the and sign. And that live dock cam's there. And usually from about noon to 2, 3 o'clock, you can see where the guys are coming in and dumping the fish. Sounds good. All right, small groups, large groups, they can handle it all. It's Hackberry Rod and Gun. Thank you, Captain Kirk. Y'all have a good day out there, my friend. And, Don, I want to mention one thing. Don the Outdoor Guy sounds a lot better than Don the Sears and Roebuck Guy. <laughs> where'd you? I don't know where you heard that. That was my first life. I was reincarnated. Yeah, I know that, that you told me that. And I thought, you know, I got to mention that. <laughs> you know, I found a, I found an old business card. I'm gonna have to take a picture of it and put it on Facebook. I don't, I don't know. It was in an old drawer somewhere and brought back a lot of memories. You're right. I, I like it, it too. My not, not, <laughs> all right. Well, it's a lot better. <laughs> Thank you. Talk to you next time. You're welcome, Don. Okay. 
There he goes, Captain Kirk, back into uh, places where no man has gone before. All right, back with Captain Darrell Carpenter, where they have been slaying speckled trout on the beach at Grand Isle. He's got a lot of customers with happy faces. His report's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, one of the busiest roadways in coastal Louisiana, maybe all across the coast, is Highway 1 because a lot of people are headed to places like Leeville, Fouchon, Grand Isle to do some fishing down there. Captain Darrell Carpenter is one of them. Darrell, you guys, uh, from pictures I saw, look like y'all had a slam dunk week for speckle trout. Oh, Don, I, look, we've been, uh, how many times do we say all we need is a chance to go after them? All we need is, you know, Mother Nature to, to treat us right and, and slow it down. And sure enough, we had a couple of days this week where Mother Nature let us go. The wind's dead calm like it is this morning. So you're probably going to see a whole lot of those same pictures pop up for this weekend because it's just, I mean, you name it, everything from top water to just uh, double rigs, uh, double shad rigs. I don't care what you threw, those fish were happy, as happy to see us as we were to happy to see them because they hit whatever you threw at it. All you got to have is a chance to go after them. And you know, on a, on a day like today or on a weekend like today, just you know, a little bit of courtesy to where you're not running over somebody else's fish. But but other than that, there's speckled trout everywhere. They're, they're not this year's fish. They're not last year's fish. There's some nice big speckled trout, and they're scattered. Now, I would say the majority of our fish have probably moved to the beach. Like yesterday, uh, day before yesterday, I think we ended up with 106 Yesterday, we it was way too rough to get outside, so we had to just pop around the bay, the oyster reefs and all just inside. It knocked our catch down to about half. I think we ended up with 56 yesterday. But that's just the, you know, that's the product of it was rough, so you crammed a whole lot of boats in one place. Plus, you wasn't able to get where the majority of the fish are right now. But this weekend, oh, boy, it's going to be a heyday around here. <laughs> would you suggest if somebody finds fish on that beach uh, and maybe they're a little small and they got to kind of weed through some undersized fish to pick up and move? In other words, will you leave fish to find fish on on a situation like today? It's kind of hard to do, and maybe that's the advantage of being guides because usually when, you know, when you've got a guide situation, you've got a network of eight, ten other guides where you can check in if everybody up and down the beach is is catching the small ones then no you, you know if it's a mixed bag then you don't leave biting fish uh but if you know if our situation if somebody's catching good beach trout you know two miles down from us then yeah it's time to move the average everyday angler probably is not going to have that advantage but and so under under that situation it'd be kind of hard for me to leave biting fish because you know the grass isn't always greener yeah, well, it's good that you guys can, can work together because that adds so much more to the information that you need to make those kind of decisions. Darrell, uh, calm winds, uh, Grand Isle, snapper season open on weekends. Are there any rigs you could suggest where somebody could kind of do a double dip, maybe pick up some nice big trout at those rigs as well as catch some snapper? Well, you know, the world famous was, was the Green Monster and all, and unfortunately right, they tore all right. that down. Uh, I think the Huey P. might still be there over over toward the West Delta area. I think the last, my last intelligence was the UEP was still standing. Right outside of Fushon, you've got a couple of rigs that, that maybe do really good for big trout. I haven't been to any of them yet this year, Don, to try any red snapper because, you know, usually when it starts getting hot, and it hasn't been real hot yet, but when it starts getting hot, those red snapper go deeper. Those rigs are something you can catch in the spring and the fall when it comes to good keeper-sized red snapper. So you may have to venture out a little bit further than that. The good news is I'm hearing we're having one heck of a showing of cobia this year. 
and they could be anywhere. They could be on the beach under lily pads. They could be, you know, three miles off the sand. They could be anywhere. Yep, lemon fish are a great fish to have. All right, Daryl, thank you. Sounds good. Good luck on your trip today. And if somebody wants to get a hold of you, realscreamers.com. You're all over my website at Don the Outdoors Guy. Give them the telephone number. It's 225-937-6288. And it's a great time to make it rain because the fishing is good, the weather's good, and it's summertime. All right, Daryl, we'll see you next week, buddy. Bye-bye. There he goes. Captain Darrell Carpenter, realscreamers.com, reports on us each week on the Grand Isle and surrounding areas. All right, uh, coming up in the after the top of the hour, if you want to be an alligator hunter and you live in Alabama, I'll tell you how you can do that. Also, Alabama and Louisiana have a little bit of a, a rivalry going on, a big rivalry in the SEC. But as far as who has had the world record alligator, I'll give you the details, and you be the judge of which state is the champ. We've also got some text messages coming in. We'll get those to you. And... Everybody's favorite feature, Bad Boys of the Outdoors. Had a couple of guys rustling crabs and crawfish. It's Bad Boys of the Outdoor time. Reports from Brendan Bayard, Captain Mike Gallo, and Ryan Lambert. All next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.